everybody. It is time for the Beer Geeks. And they didn't expect that. <laughs> Dirty no, we Derek's voice to be the first one because... Freddie Freddy Freddy blew it out for The Grand singing. Marshal Parade of Ill has ailing pipes. So I had to let Dirty Derek take the opening line. And you let me down. Hey, everybody. Hey, I was pouring. I was pouring. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> it was a big chance to kick right, off the was, show. I blew it. All right. You know, I'm going to leave. I forgive you, buddy. I'm no, done. I'm done. I laid it on you at the last second. And all right, man, look at what we got going on here. Oh, we got more. Wow. We have. Uh, <laughs> wow. What the heck is going on here? All right. We, we have. Homebrew for you guys. Yeah. All wow. right. All right. We Home got some brew in the house. Okay. So we got a full house now. Yes, we do. What's going on, gentlemen? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Um, do we know who they are? Yes. All right. <laughs> no. Wanted in off the street. I'm slightly <laughs> delirious today. Excellent. More the merrier, especially when they're bringing um, bottles and their own, uh, what would you call that again? A growler. I steel. forgot because my head is not totally running on... <laughs> Full-blown natural energy at this moment. Dirty Derek, you got to yeah. give yeah, me I'll a... Grab, I'll grab the reins a little kick bit. Kick me to the safety net. Let me get my everything all together here because <laughs> I've just had such a hectic morning and I was so psyched to come in and do Beer Geeks today because so many people have been paying me wonderful compliments about our fine ensemble that we have here in the show that we put on every Saturday morning and... I'm shocked that they dig it, and they're shocked that they dig it because they were never diehard craft beer fans, but they say our show makes them want to venture out and experience different tastes on their palates. That's what it's all about. Awesome. So hats off to everybody here. Let me settle in, take the reins for a bit, yep. and let me just... Who who are who's these who are these guys? <laughs> so we got Matt McDonough. Awesome. Matt. We got Nate Miller, and we got my my homie, my brother, oh, my other brother, Michael. Oh, these came from the backyard, Billy. Awesome, man. Always welcome. We love anybody that Billy picks to be part of his killer posse. I've been trying to do it for years. It's my entourage. I haven't been <laughs> picked yet to be one of the members of your posse. Take you this are. over, Derek. All right. So this week now we're, we're continuing on <laughs> with uh, taking a look at a few breweries. This, this week we're taking a look at Lagunitas Brewing Company. Uh, out of California, very well-known brewery. We have owner Tony McGee is going to be calling in a little bit. We're going to talk to him about it. He has a brand-new book called So You Want to Start a Brewery, which is a fantastic book for those looking to get into that. And uh, it's a really good no-nonsense kind of – if, you, if you've heard anything with Tony, you know – he doesn't uh, doesn't hold back any punches, so you know he has a real no nonsense approach to all the the advice he has people out there. And we have a nice little Lagunitas Brewing package to give away, and you know some all about beer magazine. But we have a lot of beer to work through. Now the first one, this is uh, Lagunitas IPA. Now this is kind of the one that really started out the whole West Coast IPA. They were one of the first ones, and still pretty much do it as one of the best too. I don't know what you guys think of this. This is. Just a really nice, well-balanced IPA. A lot of the citrus hops, but there were little floral notes in the background, but a really nice balance of this one. And, uh, you know, this is one that they came out with in the 90s. So, I mean, this is... It's quaffable. Yeah. this It's still such an easy-drinking, absolutely fantastic IPA, which is fantastic to think. You know, they, they've been doing this. This is one if someone came out with now, it would probably, if you're, you know, beer advocate person. <laughs> I don't say person. Uh, you know, it would have high Stop. rankings now. It would, yeah, we'll say it. It would have high rankings now, but it's still, it's one that's been out for a long time and still has high rankings and still competes with one of the best, which says a lot. I mean, to be the first is one thing, but to be the first and still recognized as one of the best, that that really shows a lot that they were out there putting this style out before others and still do it better than other people. 
Because, I mean, there's so many people now coming out with it, but they have a lot more of a, a map to kind of go by as they're making these styles and making this IPA. They kind of have an understanding of hops. And they, they, this was pre all of that. This is a, this is like the blueprint everybody yeah. else built theirs around. Yeah. And it's easy to see why. Because, I mean, what do you think, Ed? It, it's, it's very enjoyable. <laughs> I mean, uh, you caught me off guard. It's a, it's a good beer. It's, it's citrusy, hoppy. Um, it's got a nice head on it, mouthfeel. I think it's only, was it 6%? Yeah, six point two percent ABV on this, and it's nice because it's really you don't get that you know higher ABV feel of it or anything. But I mean, it's really Lagunitas is a brewery. I mean, immediately available right outside the door. You can only find it in a handful of places. I know they have the IPA actually. If you're looking to run out and grab it, they do have it at Cooper's Seafood and Scrambled. Oh. He has some. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but you can run out and get some up there. I know if you're looking around here, if you want to try some of this, they have a couple of things. But uh, Lagunitas is slowly moving out. They just opened up. We'll talk to Tony about that. They opened up their new brewery in Chicago. So, I mean, they're going to be really coming more aggressively out to the East Coast because they've been predominantly out of California for all these years. And the Chicago one, I don't know if it's fully it's tough to get the liquid. Yet. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of a lot of times it's just tough to get the liquid into certain yeah. markets. And well, yeah, uh, they don't want to expand too fast. And uh, when you're coming from the West Coast, like a lot of people don't take into consideration most of the Midwest it's kind of dry. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're driving this, you know, trucks through vast miles of nothingness. You're not making stop sets. You're not really making money along the way. You're going to one place, dropping off, turning around, going back. So it makes sense to kind of find something in that little well, mid-range well, freight, area. Freight and shipping add a lot, yeah. of, a lot of nickels to the bottom line yeah. before it hits your mouth. And a lot so. of people really don't think about that when they're getting a beer and they think, what, $10? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like... It was brewed, and they just carried it down. The and you'll shop. have, you, I mean, we have something important about shipping today, don't oh, we? Oh, yeah, we're going to talk to them about that. Yeah, they have their, so. their born yesterday, which we'll get into that. The whole, they're, they're trying a new thing. We'll get into what the, the specifics. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Too far. We'll just, we'll but, just uh, give you a little Yeah, a, a little teaser. Little, just, just a little tip. Snippet. <laughs> Not the whole thing, just the, nope, just just the, the tip. Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, no, they, they really, and that's the one thing, too, that Lagunitas really has built themselves on is the whole IPA style. It's what they're known for. Like, we have Hop Stupid later and, you know, all these other ones. Like, that's really what they have built themselves on is the IPA style. And as they venture out, they really hit every other style they do perfectly as well. Poor Freddie's run out of the studio because his throat. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. I know. I'm waiting for Freddie to chime in, and he's got nothing because <laughs> his, his poor throat's hurting him. But yeah. We're well, that's 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 what'll happen when you when you do when the, you uh, sing your brains out. When you on sing stage, your brains out when you're wearing a thong and sing. <laughs> <laughs> those bustier. I don't know. If you, did you see those photos he had up there? Since we can talk about me, he's not here. <laughs> I'll tell you that, that I don't know if I ever want to see that again. I yeah. It, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I was told by numerous people he looks surprisingly comfortable in it. <laughs> Ah. Which, uh, you know, hey. if you haven't seen it, if you uh, you find Freddie's Facebook, you can find some interesting photos. We'll just throw that out there for everybody. If you want to go ruin your day, <laughs> go right ahead. Seer, uh, images are seared into my brain that, yeah. that just, you, you can't get back. It, it's kind of like some of those videos that go viral, uh, you know, two people in the cup type of thing. Once you see that, you're, you're, <laughs> your life is over. <laughs> All right, I went way off topic. <laughs> but, uh... But no, like that's the one thing I wanted to, to really showcase Lagunitas because they are as well known as they are. They're still a growing brewery, and especially up in this market, they're they're starting to really get more of a name for themselves as they become more available. Because that's the thing, you know, we, like last week we talked with Fagley's, we kind of take for you know take for granted that when we see something on the shelves all the time, that it's always there. We tend to overlook it, and we're always on the lookout for stuff we haven't seen. 
And it's like that's Lagunitas is starting to fall into that midpoint because they are so widely distributed. I don't know how many states they're in right now, but a lot of people get used to that in their areas. But then when we're in an area that you don't get it, it's like, oh man, I want you know I want to get some hop stupid. And, the the grass is always green. Yeah, and that, on the that's, other side. And that's really what you know with Lagunitas, they have that kind of cult like following and and. They've really built the name on themselves of of their their ethos has really remained intact and like the if you ever see their labels they have this random stream of conscious <laughs> writing that he puts on the labels that they put a lot of thought behind like doing all these things and they have that brand for themselves of just being who they are and not uh, not holding anything back from that which is a you know it takes a lot to be able to put yourself out like that and really grow the brewery on that shouldn't we all live that way we should. I mean, why, you know, throw, just, it, throw the gauntlet down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, the, the, honestly, you think you could be inspired by a brewery? It's like, is that even, I guess it's possible, right? Oh, it's completely possible. See, now, the, the other thing, if you, if you really want an ethos, they have on every label, on every bottle is, life is uncertain, don't sip. There you Chug. Go. <laughs> Chug. You just want to ha- have that going on for yourself. But they, they have that ethos behind it of that belief with everything. And that's, that's what I love with a lot of these craft breweries is they, they just put that push behind themselves to have that out there. That it's not just, we're not just making beer, but there's a whole backing behind it. And that's what really builds up the following. I mean, anybody can make a beer and slap a label on it and put it out there and hope someone buys it. But, you know, they really have uh, a mission behind it, I guess, if you will, for lack of a better word. Uh, takes a lot and that a lot of people kind of gravitate towards that shows a lot. Well, let me see. I don't want to crack open Born Yesterday until we really talk to him because we're working. We have, we don't have a lot of the IPA. I don't want to crack open. You know what we'll do? Someone talk for a second or two. I'm going to open up another one. What do you got? What do you, what do you, what are you going to open up next? We're going to open up Loganita Sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they actually named... They named beer, beer Lagunitas Sucks. <laughs> and now what, what happened with this, this was one, they wanted a brewery, I think it was the brown sugar. They didn't have an, uh, they weren't able to get everything together. So they, what they wound up doing was making a beer because people were very upset with them, we'll put it that way. And uh, they did not hold back their disdain from the brewery. So what they did was they put out a beer quickly and called it Lagunitas Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> because that was the main comment that people were giving toward them. Well, that's it's it's good to be self-deprecating. Oh yeah, they have they have no problem with that. We'll pass this one. Now it's nice with this one, or or painful if you will. Let's grab a couple extra glasses. Oh yeah, there. some extra ones. Here we go. We have the full house. Everyone can enjoy some of this one. Now, this is actually the in full a, thir- a thirty-two ounce bottle, which is nice. So I mean, you have a lot going on with this one. This is a little bit more beefed up. I don't know what the ABV is on. I have a I have the internet's in front of me. I can just the instead interweb of, instead of trying to look at everything. Um, there we go, typing. But no, they they have a lot within this. And that's why I love is that they have that uh, self-deprecating thought of that. Do you mean to be able to put a beer out like that? 7.85, there we go. So now what this is is, a, is a, an Imperial IPA, so Ed will be happy. Nice. He always loves, loves his, his hoppiness. Love the hops. But no, really smooth. He's got that dry finish to it still. Really, I don't know. Have you had this one before, Bill, or not? I have not. This is delicious. Yeah. This is really, really good. It's a very <laughs> enjoyable one. Oh, yeah. But no, I mean, the ABV is completely hidden, which is also a very nice feature to have that because, or, or dangerous. We've talked about that numerous times on here when you have a little bit of higher ABV. It's hoppy. It's, it's, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, the malt bill is really nice on it. I mean, good tangerine or citru- uh, citrus citrus hops. Yeah, it doesn't have, it's got a little kiwi? bit of pine, too, in the Ooh, background, which is nice. Not, there's not, I'm not I taste much pineapple. Pine. Pineapple, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe some Chinook. Maybe some Chinook hops in there. You get a little bit of pine on the back end, too, as you have all that citrus up front. It's like a really sweet, and a little bite of pine as it dries out. But, no, it's a really, this is a fantastic one. It's nice because they have it available in a couple different sizes. But it's nice seeing, like, it's very rare that you see a brewery putting out something in a 32-ounce bottle, too, which is also nice to have that feature going on. But Only 63 IBUs. Yeah, it's not... Uh, yeah, that's not it. It it actually the 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 hop. It, I guess the IBUs are beguiling Ooh. the hoppiness. Yeah, I I, I use the word beguile. <laughs> look who's back! Oh, there look he what is. the cat dragged back. in. <laughs> Since my um, strenuous theatrical debut, I've been suffering with uh, some throat ailments. <clears throat> stuff that us actors have to deal with from time to time. <laughs> but um, I'll explain it to you later. I don't want to go over your head with any kind of big actor stuff. But we're going to take a little break here and get assembled for the next bit. And we're all here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Have you perfect engagement ring or an exquisite gift for a special occasion? Rainbow Jewelers is where you'll find it. Rainbow Jewelers, consistently voted the number one jeweler in the Wyoming Valley, has a large selection of GIA and EGL certified diamonds, engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Rainbow Jewelers also has wedding bands, birthstone jewelry, mother's rings, all high quality at the best price. Plus, they sell citizen brand watches and offer jewelry repairs. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Tuesday through Saturday. Rodano's downtown's number one party spot is now even better. Every Friday and Saturday, all crafts and drafts are half price from 10 to midnight. Get $1 Bud Lights, $2 SoCo, or Fireball Shots. $3 bombs till closing. Rodano's on the square. The party starts here. Sure, humans can be a little weird at times, but take it from me, I'm a dog. And a person is about the best thing that can happen to a shelter pet. So if you want to learn how you can be that person, get down to your local pet shelter or visit the shelterpetproject.org. <laughs> Brought to you by the Ad Council. Going to war was their duty. Telling their story is yours. This Veterans Day, Ancestry would like to help you honor the soldiers in your family with free access to our global military records. Visit TryAncestry.com November 6th through Veterans Day. Find valuable clues such as rank, awards, battle details, photographs, and more. Discover what Veterans Day means to your family for a limited time when you visit TryAncestry.com. TryAncestry.com. That's T-R-Y-Ancestry.com. Imagine a store that lets you get the things you wanted how you wanted. Don't want to use your credit? Don't. Don't have credit? Don't worry. Want to set up a payment plan around your paydates so you're never short on cash? It's up to you. Imagine payments that fit your budget, your schedule, your life. That's Rent-A-Center. Imagine that. No credit needed. Flexible payment plans scheduled around your needs. Imagine new possibilities at Rent-A-Center. Rental purchase transaction. See store for details. It's my job to go down the list of all the great things about Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre. Hmm, let's see. There's 72 beers on draft and the amazing selection of craft beers. And all-day, everyday features. What? Anyway, the food is amazing. So are the all-day, everyday features. I'm trying to concentrate. They have 39 TVs to catch all your favorite teams and the area's best patio. And the area's best all-day, everyday feature. Okay. Visit BeerBoysWB.com for a full list of those amazing all-day, everyday features. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time. Not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. 
Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Tuesday through Saturday. All right, man, let's see if I got my bearings a little bit. Got a little frog or a little strep developing in my throat, so I apologize for my voice. We're about ready to start the second segment of the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. We have all our great friends here, Dirty Derek, Backyard Billy, my good friend Ed. Oh, sorry, Ed. Ed the Proud Polak coming in. He's the first Thanks. Polish friend I ever had in my life. I heard my parents talk about Polish people the first four or five years until I met him. I was four and a half, I believe. That's wicked, Ed. That is, 40 yeah. years ago, man. And his sister used to walk me to kindergarten, and her friends were hot at the time. With your I, pants with the stars on yeah. them. Kindergarten. <laughs> I did have cool pants back then. Those were your rock star pants. Yes. I, would, pants. I would rock that stuff <laughs> that my parents forced me to wear in the 70s now with open arms. Back then, I was afraid to try to wear them, but we all had to go through that. Absolutely. Little polyester paradise back in the 70s. Like, you guys give a damn when we have a very special guest online right now, don't we? Dirty we do. Derek? We have Mr. Tony McGee, the owner of Lagunitas Brewery. Tony, welcome to the show. How you doing? Hey there, you guys say I'm the owner of It Owns Me. Um, <laughs> makes sense. Well, there we go. We're starting out right. <laughs> get our facts straight to begin. <laughs> we're, all, we're all serving something, right? Exactly. That's true. Sir, is this early for you to be up on a Saturday morning, or is it late for you to be making a phone call? Well, you know, in the past, uh, you, you know, beer, beer never sleeps, and this would have been way too early. But this morning, this morning I'm here, so that's good news. <laughs> Well, thank you, Tony. I always feel like I have to give an extra special thank you when someone calls in from the West Coast because you might be enjoying your coffee. I don't know. And, uh, we're, I we're, am. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's usually the, the sentiment we get when they call in. They're enjoying their coffee as we enjoy their beer. <clears throat> well, I, I guess first is let's, let's talk about the book a little bit. Now, you have a new book that just came out called So You Want to Start a Brewery. And uh, I had a chance to, to actually get to read it, so this isn't going to be one where I, I tell right. you I tell you I did. I actually did. It was it was a it was a very good. One. I, I appreciate the the kind of no nonsense approach you have to it. You didn't use a lot of that business jargon that a lot of them get weighed down in, which uh, made it for an easier read. It would take me a long time to memorize that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried not to learn it in the first place. You know? Yeah, it makes it a lot easier, and it kind of <clears throat> it makes it a little more timeless too, which is nice. No, when when you started writing this, did you set this out to kind of be a business book, or was this more of you were trying to get the Lagunitas story and you just saw it going that way? You, you, you know, the, the Lagunitas story is the, the story of the beer and the world and how people reacted to it, but there's, there's a lot of books out there that talk about that when they talk about their brand and their, their story, and I wanted to try to tell uh, a different story, and not, not that... Uh, our story is different. I think what happened to us happens to most every brewery. And, but I thought uh, it takes a bit of courage to sort of stand there naked and say, here's how stupid I was and how many times I was that stupid. Yeah. That, that was one thing I really liked, too, is, you know, there's a slew of, you know, brewery and beer books on the shelves now since everything going on. A veritable plethora. Yeah, ooh, there we go. <laughs> You've one-upped me, sir. <laughs> plethora. But, but what's nice is a lot of them tend to, uh, let's say, gloss over some of the uglier things for fear of whatever. But it was nice that you guys, you just, you know, threw this all warts and all into, like, this, you know, I screwed up and this is how bad I screwed up. <laughs> That's right. You know, but the other thing is, is that there's so many people, uh, you know, whether you're a, 
whether you're a home brewer or just somebody with a little manufacturing company or there's a, the fellow I'm at, good guy that owns Devil's Backbone, you know, a construction company, just looking to do something different with their lives. And craft brewing seems like such an exciting place to be, and it is, but there's a dark side to it, and, and the hard side anyway. And I thought I'd just play, that's why I had subtitled it, So You Want to Start a Brewery. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on the back end, I know the, the I guess I'm asking you now to summarize it very quickly, but if there was, because we have a, a fair amount of home brewers out there and people are looking to make that leap I guess, what would your advice be for someone that is trying to make that leap right now with everything going on? The the same advice that somebody gave me early on that I completely ignored and I expect anyone (laughs) listening to ignore it too, is is imagine the biggest amount of money this could possibly cost to do it and then triple it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, that's that's true for a a fair amount of businesses, I think. It is. It just is. I mean, you know, beer, you know, the funny thing about beer, and this is this is kind of the nut of, of what was so hard for us, is that uh, beer is a very old business. And so, you know, the efficiencies are, have all been wrung out of it. And so you can come into it with all the efficiencies in the world on the first day. And so, you know, it's like, you know, finding ways to make that money stretch far enough to carry you into your own future. That's that's a trick. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. I, mean, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, you hear about that. You know, I'm someone with a business background. Like I understand. Like the the biggest thing you run into with businesses is being undercapitalized up front, right? Because a lot of people don't take that into consideration. They think I have a great idea. Someone is surely going to back me, and they find out nobody gives a damn. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about it is, is, is nowadays, especially, gosh, you look at all the private equity money. You know, kind of, you know making a mess of its shorts, trying to get involved with craft brewing and, and a lot of family office money and, you know, the science of wealthy families looking for something to, to, exciting to do with themselves. And, I mean, there's a lot of money out there, but the thing is, is, is if, you, if you solve your problems with money, you're going to end up with the same problem and less money. Yeah. You, know, you have to solve problems with creativity, and that's really sort of the underlying story of the book. Yeah, and that's the greatest thing, mean, because a lot of people have that thought of, if I throw money at the problem, it'll go away. But what happens is it eats that money and then needs more money. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And you have the same problem that comes back, right yeah. back at you. Yeah. Well, on the back end of that, when did, when did now for someone that's not familiar with Lagunitas, like when did you actually open the brewery? Uh, December of 1993 was the first brew. Now, how many states are you guys distributed in currently? I think we're in 46. You know, we uh-huh. still have a few few left that yet to open uh, the, just in the queue for one reason or another. Wow. So now you have the, the Chicago brewery. Is Are you fully online with that now? Uh, oh, yeah. Chicago's up and running. I mean, if you were ever to visit the place, it's like, it's humming. Uh, I think we'll kick out about 140,000 barrels of beer there this wow. year. Wow. And how many are coming out of the, the California brewery then? And, and Chicago will do 140,000 barrels, but it, it started brewing in July, uh, started packaging in June. So, you know, really it's it's happening much, much wow. heavier duty than that. So. Yeah. Um, but, but you asked what? Uh, when, how many barrels are coming out of the California brewery? Uh, about uh, about 370,000 with the balance of it coming out of, out of Chicago. Wow. So I think the whole brewery, the whole, uh, you know, Lagunitas brand will do about 650,000 barrels this year. Wow. wow. Well done, <laughs> and, and, and that's growing at a seventy percent pace over last year. In the last, in the last like uh, six months of the year, our growth is maybe kind of seems like it's slowing to about fifty to sixty percent for next year, and that's it's going to be like taking a breath by comparison. Wow! Now, wh- when with going to Chicago, like I know you're like a Chicago native, was was there more thought process behind specifically targeting Chicago for the the second brewery? You know, it was a very simple thing. I'm, uh, in the last, you know, this this new edition of the book, I kind of update because Chicago wasn't even contemplated when the first edition mm-hmm. got written. 
Um, but uh, uh, it was literally like this. It was like on a Tuesday, fresh off Awake and Bake, driving into work, <laughs> I realized that we could, we could substitute uh, freight for bank debt. And that it would be a zero-sum cash flow event, and we could build a brewery in Chicago essentially for free in a way of thinking. Either I'm going to spend that money forever on freight or I'm going to spend it one time on bank debt. Uh, and then it was like by Monday or Tuesday the next week, I was on the phone with a realtor, and by the following Monday or Tuesday, I went and saw 21 buildings and picked the 20, 21st one. <laughs> yeah, We were actually just talking about that before, the, the freight people don't really think of driving through the Midwest where it's kind of... A dry yeah, stop. Yeah, there's not much of a stop for most most breweries yeah. come from California. Yeah, I have no idea why everyone flies over Chicago in particular. I think it was because people were afraid of ideas of corruption and <laughs> ideas of unions and ideas of all sorts of things that are just so far from the truth that that uh, I'm glad that they did. Well, we're gonna we're gonna crack open now, and this is one I actually was fortunate enough to have. Uh, as you did this, the, the born yesterday. All right. So I was fortunate enough to be one of the ones that got it uh, mailed to me last Tuesday after you bottled Monday. So mm-hmm. it uh, was fantastic. So this is my second go at it. But um, what what can you tell us about the whole, you know, for those who aren't familiar with this, this is like a new, brand new thing. That you, What are you guys doing with this born yesterday? What's the idea behind it? Well, the, the idea is just to present hop flavors in their uh, most nubile form. You know, uh, you know, uh, time and distance are the enemies of those hop flavors. It's not a matter of uh, brewing expertise. Those flavors are very unstable, and uh, they're giant molecules that are always ready to combine with other things. And often when hop flavors uh, combine with other things, they become a lot less attractive. But when you get them when they're just like they are in that beer there, it's as if you're standing in the hop yard. And having spent enough time doing exactly that, we know what those flavors and aromas are and how delectable they are, how rare they are to find in a beer. So, you know, us and some other breweries, you know, there's been an idea of getting these fresh flavors to the world. And I think over time, we're all evolving uh, more interesting and more elaborate ways to accomplish that. And in, in our case, you know, we, we went through a whole process of creating a slurry and uh, uh you know, kind of putting it, they're very difficult to work with, the fresh hops, because they're so mucky by their nature, and they, they mess up the fermenter, and they're impossible to clean, they're difficult to get into the tank in the first place. So it's a, it's a great adventure. And what's interesting is that, you know, like that, like that book Moneyball, how there's new ways, you know, to approach baseball that had not been thought about before. Here, you know, what brewing is 15,000 years old, roughly on Earth, and uh, there's still new things to be found for those four ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so true. These beers that are being made by craft brewers in the U.S. today have never; these are flavors that have never been tasted on planet Earth before in the in the form of a beer. Yeah, it's extraordinary. Now, was it was it a strategic choice to go at this as a pale ale instead of an IPA? Um, well, oh, uh, we we just really like our pale ale, and it's something about the the, the bigger malt, bigger uh, malt backbone and stuff that's often you know part of an IPA is uh, it created a uh, you know competition for those hop flavors. And we just wanted to take our, you know, take the pail and uh, use that as as a, a very simple foundation from which to to kind of construct this little hop temple on top of it. What sort of challenges are there to get um, this beer that's so fresh into people's hands as quickly uh, as you intend? It was, I mean, it was a, it was like a, we sort of set up a whole other business within the brewery to make that happen, and so it was a lot of work and a lot of coordination and a lot of. Uh, Aligning of shipping and all sorts of delivery to, in order to put that to put those beers into bloggers' hands like yourselves and put them in consumers' hands, have them to, you know shipped like almost overnight to the bars that would be carrying it. It, it. I don't know that it's a business model that you could you could build a brewery around, but you know, having said that, somebody will open a brewery next week and they may do exactly <laughs> yeah. that. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I guess, uh, I guess uh, the and more power to them. You know, logistics is, 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 is you know, the it's thing sort of there. like the folk process. You know, the early brewers, you know, might as well have been Woody Guthrie and, and you know, the early craft brewers. And, and then you get a Bob Dylan, you get a Tom Petty, and you get a Bruce Springsteen. And, and, and you know, it's the folk process. And, and so it is true with beer. Mr. McGee, my good friend Derek tells me that you and I may have <laughs> something in common uh, uh, that I don't share with. Well, not everybody in the studio here. But you're just about to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a high respect for botany, we'll say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Well, yes, botany is the underpinnings of, uh, of life on Earth. Definitely. <laughs> and someday we're going to look back and feel silly that we were a little um, uh, second-guessing talking about certain yes. things that everybody <laughs> knows that we're talking about. Are, are, yeah. are you talking about marijuana? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yes, and it's and it's cousin hops, of course, you know? Yeah, Outstanding. they are related. So, yeah, uh, yeah. one day one day, people who, who don't quite see it the same way will find themselves on the wrong side of history, and that's just how it'll work. And I think we're going to have to have you back in the real near future to elaborate on more stuff because Derek's got me all pumped up on you and your work and this killer book we're going to be giving away and the right. other cool stuff that you sent us for our Beer Geeks listeners. We're so grateful for you joining us this yeah. Saturday morning, man. Whether it's, an, you know, you got up for us or you're up anyways. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, it's wait, wait, good. wait. It's still morning. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it is, boss. <laughs> Outstanding. Take care, Mr. McGee. Yeah. Have a good one. Thanks so All much, right. Tony. Bye-bye. Awesome. We'll hear more from Tony. I'm glad I could keep myself semi on the tracks to address <laughs> him and give him the respect that is due. But um, I want to hear a little bit about the posse that Backyard Billy brought in for us. So because he knows how to roll. And yeah. everybody that rolls with Backyard Billy has a purpose, whether they know it or not. They have a purpose. It's what a what a segue from so you want to open a brewery. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> And we have a, a few guests in studio. Uh, we got Matt McDonough and Nate Miller, and awesome. along with my brother. But uh, these guys are uh, taking the leap of faith from home brewing to uh, opening their own brewery. Um, uh, Celestial Brewing is their, the name they've uh, chosen for their for their uh, outfit or concern. And uh, you know, we're happy they, they they actually brought us down some beer, and we're happy to have these guys. Can you shake the Pollock over there, big man? I'm sorry. He hasn't moved in the past 15 minutes. And it's okay. It's not offensive if I call him, like, Polish names because I've known him my whole life, and that's part of our shtick with this whole family. So I don't want anybody calling or sending Facebook things. That's offensive to my Polish heritage. I'm Polish as well, so I could say it too. Yeah, that's I'm part Polish. I'm it, actually a mutt. <laughs> I'm all over. Well, so am I. I think I think most most people in the in the room every in the region US is... dip their genetics in my pool. <laughs> and this is what I'm came Swiss, out of it. So, you know. <laughs> Czechoslovakia <laughs> dropped something in the bowl. Italy dropped a bunch of stuff in there. Little <laughs> couple things from Ireland. Definitely the chunk of Poland that's in their thing, and this is the result. The Grand Marshal of the Parade of Ill, who cannot keep himself together on this psychotic Saturday. But we're going to come back and talk to these fine gentlemen about their brewery and their aspirations for the future and why they're going to be so pivotal to different things that beer geeks and brewers in this area will be doing in the next couple years. It's my job to go down the list of all the great things about beer boys in Wilkesbury. Hmm, let's see. There's 72 beers on draft and the amazing selection of craft beers. And all day, every day features. What? Anyway, 
The food is amazing. So are the all-day, everyday features. I'm trying to concentrate. They have 39 TVs to catch all your favorite teams and the area's best patio. And the area's best all-day, everyday feature. Okay. Visit BeerBoysWB.com for a full list of those amazing all-day, everyday features. They spread salmonella and trigger asthma attacks. They transmit disease and contaminate food. They feed on blood and can leave trails of itchy red welts. Cockroaches, mice, bedbugs, and other pests are more than a nuisance. They're a threat to your family's health. Learn how to protect your family and home at pestworld.org. A message from the National Pest Management Association. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello, gorgeous. Bare Minerals just won its 10th Glammy Award for Best Prestige Foundation. And to celebrate, we're offering risk-free trials of Bare Minerals makeup to all women nationwide. That's right. Every woman who calls right now can get a full-size risk-free trial of Bare Minerals makeup, plus a free five-piece makeup set. For yours, call 1-800-603-9459. This is an exclusive radio-only offer you don't want to miss. Bare Minerals Foundation gives you flawlessly beautiful coverage with a no-makeup feel. And it's clinically proven to promote clearer, healthier-looking skin. No wonder it's won 10 Glammys in a row. And now you can try Bare Minerals makeup for yourself. Call now to find out how you can participate in our nationwide risk-free trial. And join the millions who've already tried Bare Minerals makeup and fallen in love with their skin again. Plus, we'll send you a free five-piece makeup set, our gift to you. Hurry, don't miss this exclusive radio-only offer. 1-800-603-9459. 1-800-603-9459. 1-800-603-9459. 1-800-603-9459. Gilbride Limo wedding dates are still available for 2014. And don't forget, Gilbride Limo is the only limo service based in Lackawanna County with the historic trolley available for your special occasion. Call Gilbride Limo, 570-307-LIMO. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Learn how at organdonor.com. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. All right, I feel like I'm slowly getting better. There you go. You're getting there. The nasty stuff. The pipes are getting looped up. The nasty (laughs) stuff that people tell you to gargle with that's not over-the-counter stuff. It's like theater secrets and all kinds of, like, <laughs> drama. Oh, you guys wouldn't know. Stuff. Wow. Stuff among those circles and stuff. That Ray's going to be coming in with his pinky sticking uh, out pretty soon, just walking around. Awesome. Well, enough of me <laughs> babbling on just to make up for my airheaded um, banter this morning. We got killer guests in the studio and killer giveaways as well. So let's get back to our guests and the show. Yeah, we're, we're moving on now. After that uh, little discussion a, with Tony. What an interview. Is, yeah, it was... It's a good time. I always feel bad when I ask someone to call in from the West Coast. It's like, you're getting up at 7 in the morning to call in. But, you know, I always appreciate when they, they take the time to do that and they actually give an interview. They could just kind of phone it in. I do have yeah. to say, yeah. even though I didn't pay much attention to probably most of that That's, interview until yeah. the end. That's the usual Freddie. No, I'm just kidding. But I could tell <laughs> from, <laughs> from, from, his, 
the way he yeah. responded on the phone oh, yeah. that he was going to be a great interview. Yeah. He, he knows his go. stuff, and that's what's great. And like, they, yeah. I mean, they have that history behind them, which is great because you could really. He has the the perspective to step back and have uh, an overview of the craft beer industry as a whole. Which you is really- get a big gold star oh. on your paper this week because <laughs> you hooked up a perfect phone interview, and that's very hard to do because when you have a bad phoner, oh, you yeah. can't even nudge them because they're on the phone, and you don't want to say to them, "Hey, can you lighten up? Yeah. Speak a little bit. Tell us more. Uh, well. Elaborate. Lighten up a little bit. You're talking about your business. Two word answers. Yes. No. Well, maybe <laughs> we're we're thinking about well, you can it. Tell he was passionate. Oh yeah, about Tony it. has yeah. a passion behind you know, this. and and it, you know anything you're passionate about, it's it's easy to have a conversation. And he cares. Yeah. He cares about the brewery. He cares about the beers, and that's really that's why Logany is like well, he's a seventy percent growth over. I mean, that's phenomenal I, for I, any I, business. I know the backyard would kill for that. <laughs> you know? I think any business would kill yeah. for that. And, and the reason that's happening is when you have passion behind it, you have someone that's leading it that cares about what they're doing. It's of course going to yeah, do that, and that's that shows. what. And I mean, then they they put that passion into the beers with trying different things, like the born yesterday. And like the one we're having now, this is the Hop Stupid. Now on the label, it you know throws out the 102 IBU. Now the the whole thing with that is you know there's uh, debates out there about what uh, you can perceive as far as once you get above about you know 80 IBUs, your your palate kind of can't really differentiate. You can tell it's hoppy. That's the that's you the main can. thing. And and, and but it's still drinkable. It's and not, IBUs isn't always necessarily a, a good indicator of how hoppy a beer is or. Are you it depends get on a, when they yeah, measure it, too, w- yeah, exactly. when they're measuring the IBU. Because some of them will measure, you know, pre-boil. They'll, they'll measure, like, oh, well, this is what we think we're going to get out of it. Yeah. It's not the final measurement. But within this, I mean, it's got a real nice hot bite up front, but it's dry on the end, which is perfect. That's what like, mm-hmm. you want. Cause Clean when you finishing, have the, yep. You want that because then you're going to want to have some more. And it's it's 8%, and there's there's no heat. It's just a super – I mean, this is one that – Ed, you're probably very happy with this one. Oh, I'm very happy. This yeah. is this is awesome. <laughs> I think we, we have show. we have this beer too. What was that, Billy? We have we have this beer at the at the backyard. Maybe. Oh, say. Ed, have you visited Backyard Ale House? Yes, yet? we have. Really? I took my wife there. Do, do you recall ever seeing? <laughs> and you him made around? it out alive? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you see him there, Bill? She loved the mush, the cream of mushroom soup. Oh, <laughs> that's good, Chef, awesome. Chef Jim. I'm gonna have to try that next time I go down, and I'll be down this week kicking it. And I think I'm gonna choose. Yeah, we gotta myself. have a hang, Freddie. We haven't had a hang up there Ooh, in a while. I got a special Wednesday. We've been where... there since this great idea about grabbing people to come to the. Out of the bathroom, <laughs> the, the bathroom intercept, the bathroom intercept uh, Let me study. Hear a little bit about what these fine, interesting, odd-looking gentlemen have going on, <laughs> and I mean that as a compliment because that's a sign. Hey, of... I'm not the one wearing nail polish. Oh, <laughs> oh. we have a unique look. I've actually forgot that I had it on, and. I've been wearing it on purpose, and I don't care. I'll admit it. I didn't, I'm not forgetting to take it off. I'm not too lazy. I'm digging it because it gains attention. You're and owning if I it. I take a couple slurs, it. a couple negative responses, all the positive in the fun you get to have with somebody's skull when they acknowledge your nail polish. That what, do you want to discuss this over a piece of concrete? No. Like, is I, that want to talk, I want to find out about your posse. The posse's... <laughs> Posse, what's up there, brother? And it's Pat good again, you, right? Good to see you again, Freddie. How are you? Outstanding. I saw you a week ago. You were on our sister station with More our good or friends less, yeah, at I think the it Beer may have Buzz. Been, might have been two weeks ago or so. Yeah, we were on the, I was on the Beer Buzz and uh, introduced our right. upcoming brewery, Celestial. Outstanding. And uh, I felt a little like I should have brought Nate with me, so... All Here's right. our opportunity to have Hello. him on the air. So this tour you're doing of the local <laughs> beer, <laughs> studios craft beer outlets, and that's, 
hey, we're an area where you have more than one outlet to promote craft beer, home brewing, any of that, anything that falls in that vein. I'm hoping that I can add another uh, part to our show in the future with help from our new government. That's like well, yes, this is a beer loving area, and uh, I feel like. It's it's been too long since we had a um, since we had a, a brewery, you know, especially in uh, right. you know you've got three guys in a beard breaker, Nimble Hill, and there's a couple other guys looking at Cunningham, um, and you know it's starting to we're starting to catch up, but I feel like we've been behind in terms of the whole craft brewery explosion that's been going on all over the rest of this country. Yeah, remember it's not where you start, it's where you finish. So, so don't, you know, don't let the, don't let the, you know, Johnny come lately feeling uh, overtake you there with so that. So you are preparing for an official grand opening of your business. Yes. Uh, we're still, we're still quite a few months down the road here. We're going to say awesome, optimistically though. first half of uh, 2015, like spring, Flies early by. summer. I'm going to have a li- one what's, of those calendars that I rip off the number every day until the grand <laughs> opening. That's what's right the process the been like, guys? I'll let Nate answer that because he did most of the uh, paperwork and legwork so far. Well, uh, you know, as coming from somebody who's never actually worked in a commercial brewery setting just as a home brewer, for me it's been a lot of just talking to uh, people that have done it, you know, visiting a lot of breweries, talking to people. Um, there's a brewery actually opening up down in Allentown. I, I'm going to plug them real quick. They're Hijinx Brewing in Allentown. They've got their grand opening we just, we just November got a 21st. Or, yeah, November gnome. 21st, I think. That's going to be their grand opening down there. We got to go see, look at their system and talk to them. And I'm hoping to get a chance to go down and actually brew with them soon uh, just to kind of uh, have some hands-on experience. But, uh, you know, talking to equipment suppliers, talking to uh, – we think we have a location uh, nailed down in Dunmore over in the Keystone Industrial Park. So nice. we're hoping that that's going to be our uh, our home for the foreseeable future. And um uh, yeah, for me, it's just been uh, trying to learn as much as I can, reading books like I didn't know that, uh, you know, Tony had this book coming out, but I probably will pick it up and read it. Uh, but, yeah, I've read some other good books uh, that the uh, Brewers Association has put out and, uh, you know, just trying to get any guidance uh, and help from wherever I yeah, can. Yeah, there's more. Re- I would say, you know, and Derek, you could probably chime in on this. There's probably more resources now oh, in yeah. terms of knowledge for people getting going. The, the collective uh, the collective knowledge of the, the brewing, home yeah. brewing community. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, the people that laid the groundwork, like Ken Grossman has a book. Like, a lot of the people that laid the groundwork for where things are have written a fair amount of books that you get a good understanding of. What you're in for, <laughs> put it that way. I think that uh, the fact that all of these guys are starting to put out yeah. these uh, publications is a good uh, sign that, you know, that this has been the case all along, and now this is a chance for them, you know, because it's becoming more of a mainstream uh, thing, uh, you know, a chance for them to kind of not necessarily cash in, but yeah. kind but of be rewarded story, for yeah. their efforts, but at the same time, you know, drive that, yeah. drive that culture yeah, and Tony, forward. And Tony's uh, book is a great one for those who really are trying to start it because it's written from a business perspective. Right, and and just like you were saying before, Freddie, for some, these guys, I've listened to uh, some interviews where guys woke up in Hawaii right, right. at two in the morning. To talk to someone in Pennsylvania for 15 minutes take on the radio. Any opportunity they, they take can. that initiative to Passion. M- move right. the craft forward 
And yeah, and I know, think it's I think it's, it's, it's a great benefiting s- them as well as a product yeah. pushing their own product, but that's what it's about, you know. Yeah, and it's a great sign of of, of the kind of well, we were talking about ethos of the industry, right. and that's not I don't want to prevent not don't enter the craft brewing world because then you're going to be my competition. No, here's a book how to start your own brewery because I want to push this thing as far as it can go. And as Tony said, there's still innovations that are ahead of us, you know what I mean? It's uh, like you said, 15,000 years we've been brewing beer as a, as a culture, and uh, and there's still a lot of great things ahead of us. I think a, a really good example of that is the hop industry right now. I used to be, you know, kind of in our homebrew club, uh, you know, I'm like the, the hop guy, and, you know, we all love hops, but I would just go out of my way to grab any and every hop I could get my hands on, and it's just gotten out of control at this point. I'd be ordering more hops than I could deal with at this point to awesome. just branch out into into these different experimental varieties. Uh, these cool that's just a great example. came right in knowing what they had to say and took over the whole damn show. <laughs> first ever official. I'm going to grant that as the first ever official Beer Geeks takeover <laughs> where guests came in and were able to take over the show. That's awesome. And I let it run without train wrecking it because yeah, we're it true geeks over yeah, here we'll, we'll go we'll go for hours yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to ask us to leave well dude we, we were at the bog last night at uh i don't know one in the morning hey right. you guys should come down to the radio oh like, man <laughs> oh hey and actually they actually yeah. they came you know that's that's I'm, that's awesome we brought beer i'm actually too. really proud of myself for making it down here <laughs> yeah i'm actually kind of excited <laughs> we're gonna take a break i have a killer giveaway here yeah. um i mean to plug it up we, yeah plug we it have, up because tony's book Book, the, yeah. So you want to start a brewery. We're going to give away a copy of Tony's book, which is a fantastic book. Which you're going to have to fight these guys for. And, yeah, and we have uh, a subscription to All About Beer magazine thrown in there. You're going to get a half-year subscription to All About Beer magazine, fantastic magazine, and a huge price package from Lagunillas Brewing Company, including a bottle opener, their awesome jar-shaped glassware, a bar towel, a plastic What's bag cozy. <laughs> uh, there, there's a ton of stuff that you're going to be able to get out of this one, so this is a really good one. I'm going to give them the number too, Freddie, yeah. since your throat's hurting you. Yeah, it is. And give us a call right now. The number is 855-777-1023. 855-777-1023. Give us a call and you can win this awesome package. Stuff this in your skull.
opened up my library and the first thing that caught my eye I decided to play. I had no plan to play Twisted Sister, a, but... A band that doesn't get enough recognition, I will say. For some reason, the gods, whoever you choose to worship as your god, if you follow one Might or not, be D. Snyder. It's pretty cool <laughs> to do it whether you really believe it or not because then you have somebody to blame things on or erase your conscience if you do something <laughs> bad that you feel guilty about. Is this Men in Black now? Yeah. Or? All right, so... <laughs> Let's grab the, ba- yeah, the beer back. Lock this we, we, up, got two, we got two more we're going through. We got the uh, the Imperial Red we started on as uh, we're getting into the song. So, I mean, this is a, a really nice, like, hoppy red ale, but it, it, the difference that you're going to get with the red ale uh, is a little bit more of a, a caramel malt flavor coming through. It's a little bit sweeter of a malt, so which kind of subdues the hop bite a little bit. So it kind of just gives it a little bit of a sweeter thing. So it's a transition <laughs> out of the uh, in-your-face hops. Well, you know, it's funny. Every beer that we've had is, is kind of... Um, I would say characterized by its its hop, yeah. the hops, yeah. you know, um, and you know it's it's this beer when I when I taste it, it's like oh man, so balanced. It's a release. It is it is yeah. a release, yeah. you know, and not that you can um, you know smash your smash your palate with with hops, you know, for an hour straight or. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's just nice because after enough of uh, you know when you're going through. We have a, fr- a ridiculously fresh hop pale ale after working on an IPA, after we work on Lagunia Sucks, an Imperial IPA. Yeah. And then we get into Hop Stupid, which is even more aggressive. It's nice to kind of go, all right, let's just bring it back a little bit and just come here. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> come, just relax. And it's just because like, you still get that hop coming through. Yeah. But the, the, the malt just kind of sweetens it up and just. It soothes you. It does. <laughs> did the poll winner in the corner earn his keep? Did he comment on anything or <laughs> share had, his two cents? I will now because I'm pressured. I, you got to do something. You got to let us know what you're thinking. You can't this, ride this here for free. Like no citrusy, ride for free. Citrus, citrusy sweet. We'll put it that way. Uh, low carbonation. Uh, it, it's very, very drinkable. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It was, it well, was every, kind of one of these beers today was is quaffable. Oh, yeah. I, I have never had it. Right. The, the Lagunias is one of those breweries I will say I've never had a, a thing from that Skunker. that I did absolutely love. Yeah. Uh, it's just like they're, they're a brewery, everything. Like they're a little something, something. They're uh, something wild. Like everything I've had from that brewery is just fantastic, and it it's also fun because it's, you know the more of them you drink, the the labels are more and more fun to read. You'll you'll see if you've read their labels, you will you will understand that because at some point after drinking enough, you go, this makes sense to me <laughs> <laughs> because it's this random stream of consciousness, like just kind of going on. If you looked at it when you're stone cold sober, it would not make an ounce of sense. Like that that hippie that hippie soap. Oh yeah, Doctor yeah. Dr. Yep. Broners or Broners. That's like yeah, I know what you mean. That's just a, a random jibber jabber. Hippies in soap. That's wow. like a conundrum or whatever. <laughs> wow. What what is that in itself? Like I don't even know. <laughs> All the people back in the day that were protesting against wanting riches and being part of big government and big corporations and living off the world and the earth and the ground underneath them turned around years later and used their whole heritage. From their teenage and well, their younger years to make lots of cabbage. That's, don't you think, Billy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why you gotta, I noticed you gotta it chase, right this second. You gotta <laughs> you gotta chase what's passionate, whether it be botany or good oh, beers botany. or good beers. I'll tell you or, what, man. Or or yeah. good food. And I've, I know? just I just poured myself. I mean, we're we're gonna empty our glasses and work through. This is the final one from Lagunitas. This is their imperial style. This is the biggest one of the day. This is 9.9%, so just under double digits. But, uh, no, this is a really nice, smooth style. That's why I wanted to have a little bit of a transition out of the hops into this so we can kind of not, not be overwhelmed with it. 
But this is a really fantastic Imperial Stout, which it just really showcases. When you have a brewery that can single-handedly nail down the IPA style, then bump it up to nailing down the Imperial IPA style, and then also transition right over to doing a really good, you know, <coughs> traditional Imperial Stout style that has a lot of nice, like, really creamy, chocolatey-like flavors and characteristics coming through. I mean, this is just no heat whatsoever, too, which is fantastic. That, that's really what you want when you're getting to these kind of like high ABV beers. You don't want any of that alcohol heat coming through. And, you know, we've had a few on here that kind of did that, and it just, it's really off-putting. Yeah, it has a, has a good mouthfeel to it. Yeah. It, it definitely, you could, you could feel that there's, um, there's definitely uh, the, uh, probably a high gravity uh, yeah. uh, to this beer. Um, it it kind of lingers on the palate. It's sweet. It's toasty. This is perfect there's for a chocolate, winter night. Yeah. Uh, some coffee. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah, this is this is just one you would love to have on a winter night because like you want that really soothing, warm characteristics, but you get all the the really a roasted mulch, oh, some candles, silly. Oh, you guys <laughs> not here. <laughs> well, you guys are coming at it wonderfully this week. Did you ever watch your favorite show? But. On fast forward from TiVo, like on super fast forward, <laughs> try to watch your no, favorite show. No, I like to show. watch my favorite show. Why, why would you watch that fast forward? To see if you can pay attention to it, even if it's fast, depending on how good you know the characters or how much you love the show. <laughs> I've never thrown that up. challenge out to myself. That's what today feels Maybe like porn, for me. I don't know. That I'm in the studio behind my control board and everything's going in fast forward and I'm just trying to hold on today. And I know it's just because I'm in slow-mo. You guys aren't in the fast forward. But thanks for everybody being here. Once again, Billy bringing his posse, Dirty Derek, hooking up that killer, killer giveaway. Congratulations to my friend Dustin, uh, loyal listener. I forgot to get his last name. So he's oh, Dustin, loyal listener. Ooh, that's a good last Won name. Won a killer prize package. And guys, thank you for coming in and talking about your future plans and what you have going on. Not your plans, <laughs> your goal. What's going on? Well, thank you very much for having us. We, we really appreciate the opportunity to kind of... Uh, give you guys a little preview of what we got coming up, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in 2015. Awesome, and always remember <laughs> Celestial Brewing. This is a good time. The backyard, oh, year round is open at Backyard Alehouse. What's up, bro? And I just wanted to say, uh, you know, if everybody could, if anybody wants to keep up to date with what's going on with our brewery, check us out on Facebook under Celestial Brewing Company. And I will be updating pretty regularly, and you can follow us along the way. Thank you. The book, the book, the book, the book we all waited for. Thank you, everybody. Consider yourselves all dealt with.